0: Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton.
1: I wish that somebody would keep me away from the refrigerator. It's getting to be a problem, Abe.
0: Is that your biggest concern? <sighs>
1: not my is biggest. That, with what?
0: everything that's going on in the world right now, <laughs> your refrigerator <laughs> is the biggest concern.
1: Well, I found a solution, though. That's what my biggest concern. The word of today
0: concern. is, for the show, is going to be myopic. And what... <laughs> myopic actually <laughs> I love you so much it's thank you for letting biggest, me bust on
1: you I do know my gosh it's equal opportunity employment around here I'm about to get to you too don't worry I'm sure
0: I'm sure I'm sure but it is I mean the, the, listen we all have our things yeah. right we've all got our things which is that people were talking what, what was it called the COVID-15 or
1: 19 in some people's cases oh Hello. the COVID-19
0: to be with the 19 yeah think about so, it
1: come on Right? you gotta well, brand listen, things properly
0: my, my, my daughter said dad but what happened how come COVID 1 wasn't bad or COVID 2 or COVID 3 COVID 4 <laughs> hey, COVID valid 5 valid question I'd rather understand COVID too. 6 COVID 14 and and my, my son said uh, actually you know COVID 19 is because of the year it was discovered 2019 she's like oh I thought it was number
1: 19 I'm such an idiot I didn't know that till right now and I'm 40 years old
0: Oh well, well there you go. My my son can can help you. COVID nineteen is because of two thousand nineteen. Okay. There you go. It's I'm not just, it's not number nineteen in the sequence of COVIDs.
1: Kind of one of those folks that's heard so much about it, you become sort of numb to the whole situation, but I'm not numb to stress eating after dealing with it all, and that's why I'm talking about weight. But I have found that according to a recent study in Denmark, music could be the secret to eating less. Get this playing slow music they found during a meal discourages us from scarfing down our food.
0: Is that true?
1: <laughs> this is what they found in Denmark at this university.
0: Man, I am going to try that. Well, that's... think
1: about it, you hear this, you're eating a piece of pizza, everything's okay, and then all of a sudden this comes on. Hey, pass the breadsticks, can I have another slice of pepperoni, please? I mean, yeah, and
0: that is the music at the, at the louder restaurants and things like yeah. that, it, it definitely is like that, and they, but they want, they've got incentive to get you out of there quicker true right they want you to shovel it in your face get out of their next table coming
1: we have the tendency to subconsciously eat to the beat of the music so that music right there I think I'm going to try to avoid because that's a little too intense do that's you know
0: what word. music I grew up eating to? <laughs> I'm afraid to the ask the sound of seven siblings fighting over your food <laughs> that's my music so if you want to know how to eat fast grow mm. up in a large family and I know we've got listeners out there mm-hmm. that are part of large families and you know what I know yep. if you don't eat fast somebody will <laughs> And they are coming after your food.
1: See, as an only child, which is quite rare for southern Utah compared to growing up with so many siblings, I didn't have that problem. You got to enjoy your food. Well, no, I was scrutinized for leaving the Brussels sprouts out. The spotlight was on me. So, yes, I did get to enjoy it, but I had to eat all of it.
0: That's true. I mean, I get that everybody's got their their cross to carry, and and, and yours was <laughs> sitting at a quiet dinner table with mom and dad actually caring about what happened in your day.
1: Yeah, it was weird. It was very and annoying. Ours, as a kid.
0: ours, mom and dad, they wear black and white striped shirts because they're refereeing what is some sort of contact sport where also food is involved.
1: dinner, but anyway, yes. you know, there's a lot of stress out there with a lot of different things, and the kids fighting over stuff is never going to change in any generation or any time. But there's a lot of stress right now, too, as folks look to what's coming October 1st. It's a key date for many industries hit hard during the pandemic. And that happens to be when certain payroll protection provisions under the CARES Act will expire and a new wave of layoffs are expected. United Airlines has already warned that as many as 36,000 of their employees could be laid off this fall. Airlines spokesperson Josh Ernest tells the AP...
0: This is the worst and most disruptive financial crisis that the aviation business has ever seen. Uh, That means fewer flights, a smaller schedule, and unfortunately, likely a smaller workforce for some period of time.
1: Of course, hospitality and tourism has been hit very hard by this, but there's a lot of other industries feeling this too, Abe. What's your advice for any of those folks who might be listening on the radio or via the podcast who think that their job might be in danger over the coming months?
0: Man, it's hard to give any positive advice right now because everyone can say, keep your chin up. But when somebody's employed, Uh. hearing from someone who's going to work tomorrow that you who doesn't have a job should keep your chin up it yeah. kind of comes across a little hollow, mm-hmm. you know, and and even though there's the best of intentions that are put out there. And, and the frustrating thing is, is 2020 will be known probably as the year that politicians killed a bunch of industries, starting with the airline industry and yep. tourism industry, because the the bottom line is COVID-19, and it depends what you read and where you're getting your news, whether you're getting it from mainstream media, whether you're getting it from social media, whether you're getting it from personal interpretation, but 99.6% of people survive COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Right? You have a huge survival rate. We are still treating COVID-19 like the day we first heard about it when we were really concerned about mortality in this particular virus and how, you know, millions were certainly inevitably going to die. And and slowly and surely we've been learning. And again, depending on who you listen to, depending right. on on what media you trust and what you know, but but from my own diving into it from different sources and, and being probably a little more conservative, mm-hmm. um, not completely conservative, but a little more conservative. The studies and things are showing that it is not as lethal. and most people agree that it's not as deadly as we originally thought, but it's you, all about the
1: pre-existing conditions and things right, like but that. you
0: can't talk about that. It's not you can say everybody wear a mask, but you can't say to a single person lose some weight. Mm-hmm. Right? We were talking about we were talking about okay, the refrigerator a little earlier. Uh, Come on. this is
1: getting all close to home now.
0: No, but but listen, <laughs> there is there is a difference between saying, "Hey, I've got I've got a few pounds to lose." Right? I've got 10 to 20 pounds to lose. And yeah, there's a most difference between between a couple hundred pounds to lose. And when you are what would be diagnosed as arguably morbidly obese, Mm -hmm. my heart goes out to people because I know everyone has their own struggles. There's mental health that can contribute to that. There is physical issues, thyroid issues that can contribute to that. But it is so unpolitically correct to say, listen, we have some personal responsibility to try and stay healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually, even getting outside. When we learn that vitamin D can be one of the most important things that we can do to stay healthy is to get outside, then we gotta get outside. Yeah. If we learn that you know we, we can dramatically reduce heart failure by staying healthy and eating certain foods, then we should probably do it. But we've learned now in, in the world that there's some things you just can't say. There's some things you can't do. Otherwise, you're going to be... Wait,
1: are you trying to tell people to take personal responsibility for their health? Nuh-uh. Stop it. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. That's stop, really that's really stop. rough. It's 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 probably going to get our whole show canceled. We'll yeah, the FCC
1: is going to kick us off the air coming. or something.
0: Right, right. Because that's that's so awful to take personal responsibility. But it's also, you know, right now in, in southern Utah, Kristen, because Kristen, for our listeners, is still mm-hmm. working from home all the way across the country. Country on the other side,
1: Charleston, South
0: Carolina. Right, all the way across the world. So you may appreciate it is across the world for us. (laughs) True. You're in the the South, which is a whole different It's a whole different I got to
1: translate things. I get it.
0: Right. But here's the thing Southern Utah has been incredibly loose in Mm -hmm. restrictions. Where you're at, it's, it's probably very different, but our kids are actually in school. Mm-hmm. Where in Nevada, they're not in school. California, mm-hmm. most schools, they're not in school. They're doing online only. My kids went to school, mm-hmm. and, and they have to wear a mask, and and or they're supposed to wear a mask. Yeah,
1: getting most kids people, to keep something on is kinda tough.
0: Right, but most people aren't wearing masks unless it's completely mandated, like yes. Costco or whatever. And I totally appreciate the fact that if people are concerned, then they shouldn't go outside. Right then, they. I mean, they should go outside in their backyard to get the vitamin D we talked about. But if if you are so nervous about getting sick, if you have a pre-existing condition, if you are one of those that is very subject to getting sick, then you've got to have again personal responsibility. So Abe,
1: I'm taking that, and I think that's why you're bringing this up is I've got two parents that are facing some surgeries, and one of them is high risk already with high blood pressure. It's manageable, but just to be careful, I'm here. I'm with them being very careful when I go to the store or do anything and making sure that they stay safe so they can get taken care of but not going crazy about it.
0: Right, and you're a primary caregiver so yes. you've got to take that you've got to take that role. Well, two people's lives depend on it. Of course. Right, your mom and dad's lives depend on it. I feel like we've become completely out of balance. Mm-hmm. Like we we have completely lost our marbles. And and I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this whole show into a rant about COVID and about you the state did, of. But it's okay. I know. But <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes people deserve to hear. They listen to us every week. Both yeah. of those people, you know, they they listen to us every week, and I think they have a good idea of who we are and what what kind of things we believe in and in, in our in a kind of our personal values. But it seems like everything, you've got to be on one side of the fence or the
1: other. And see, and I personally don't feel that way because it is personally affecting me. However, I get exactly where you're coming from. If I weren't in this situation, I don't want people to yell at me for sending my children to school in a mask because I feel that they need some normalcy in their life and I'm going to do it in a mitigated risk fashion. I see nothing wrong with that.
0: Right. And so if you see me walking around Costco, you'll see me wearing a mask. Following the rule. But if if you ask me, I'm not doing it because I want to or because I think it's doing anything other than not raising a big fuss at Costco fighting with somebody and saying hey, they, they're a private business, they can choose to not allow me in if I don't wear a mask and because I'm buying food for six kids and we go through five gallons of milk a week, I've gotta to go to Costco so I'll wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? But I'm doing it begrudgingly because I don't think the masks themselves are the biggest issue. From the state of Utah, we normally lose about 300 people a year from motor vehicle accidents. Okay. Right. For motor vehicle fatalities. That's about what we're at in death toll from COVID. If you believe the numbers, if mm. you believe that the, they're being reported correctly on both sides, car accidents, and, which we can assume, but and also COVID.
1: So hold but on we're a second. not taking if,
0: everyone's keys away.
1: Right. I completely understand that rationale there. But you're saying that you don't think the mask do any good.
0: I don't think the masks are helping the way people think they are helping. Hmm. I, I really, well, what I really don't. should we be doing? Well, number one, in my opinion, be healthy, first Mm -hmm. of all. Start by living a healthy lifestyle. Like actually
1: having some fruits and vegetables and not just frozen pizza. fruits and
0: vegetables. Go outside, get some exercise, lose some weight. I think that's going to be the start. We we already know that T-cells, and what research is showing is that T-cells are, to this virus, incredibly important in fighting it. And children, the reason why they're not getting it is they have more T-cells. Right? At a younger age, which is why if it was to go through the elementary school in just a a, like a tidal wave, there would probably be two kids, and I'm not a doctor, and I'm sure we're going to get people saying, hey, you idiot, you have no idea what's going on, but what would probably happen is we'd have two kids that would even feel sick if it went rushing through because the kids aren't, one, they're not getting very sick at all, if they're getting sick at all. Two, the chances of them getting extremely sick or dying from it are... I mean, the, the odds are are far more likely that they will, again, get killed in a car accident right. being driven to school. I've got to be careful. I'm not a never masker, but what I am saying is, OK, here it is. This is how I really feel. If there was not an election coming up in November, none of us would be wearing a mask right now or tomorrow. Mm,
1: yes, this is highly politicized on both sides. So I think that it's a bigger deal because of there being an election coming up. But I tend to lean towards scientists need to kind of lead what we need to do with science. Sure. It's become so political that now science is politics.
0: It is. But even but again, everybody saw Well, not everybody, but a lot of people saw the doctor standing in front of the White House talking about about hydrochloroquine. Yes. Right. This medication and, and this this doctor who is, I understand, has subsequently been fired and she said when she was giving her speech, if this is the hill I die on, then this is where I'm mm. willing to die. If her career is basically shut down because of this. And it was saying that she has treated all of her COVID cases with hydrochloroquine and had a 100% success rate. And then that, that from a doctor gets blocked on Facebook. That's right. Blocked on Twitter. You can't say that. And this is the science that you're talking about. And well, only one perspective on science there's is really of, being perpetuated. I
1: would say there's a lot of different scientists out there that maybe are not getting the attention that they need. A lot of different pharmaceutical companies that are making some headway. There's a whole other argument there about the financial part of that. I guess I'm of the camp that if a mask could help somebody else, it doesn't really hurt me to wear it. And I don't want to hurt my own family. So, sure. But you're right. With it being a political season, this is so hyped up. It's annoying.
0: And I'm willing to be courteous. Our office policy has been that if one of our clients or somebody coming into our office walks in wearing a mask, then the staff masks up. Mm -hmm. Whoever's meeting with them, whoever's at the front desk, they will put on a mask. To, and I think we've talked about this before, just to avoid that awkward conversation or right. them having to ask us. And if they're not wearing a mask, then we're not wearing a mask because we feel like that's part of that. It, that that tells us how they feel about it without actually having to Absolutely. say any words about it. Um, others might say you should always be wearing a mask no matter what, and and that would be you know their right to have that opinion. But we're not in a mask mandated state. Right. Right now. And in the state of Utah, this just goes to that point. We have one of the lowest death rates for COVID-19 in the entire country, if not the world, but specifically I know the numbers for the country. Mm-hmm. And we're like in the bottom three for states for actual mortality because of COVID.
1: And that's a wonderful thing and something to be grateful for. And we want to keep is. it that way for sure. But it's healthy
0: living, right? Yes. It's because we're a yes, state full you're of right. non smokers. Mm-hmm. We're we're a state full of people that have already taken and we're out we're an outdoor state. We're mm-hmm. all outdoors a lot. We're in the mountains, we're at the lakes, we're skiing, we we are we are you know exercising. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody of course but But I think that that when you look at just Las Vegas, 113 miles south of southern Utah, and you look at their death rate where there's far more smokers down there in southern Nevada than there's in southern Utah, you cannot deny that that personal health has far more to do with the death toll Mm -hmm. and the the consequences than even something like
1: masks. I just want to be clear, you are so passionate about this. I was asking you about folks that are afraid that they could lose their job because of the way COVID has impacted the economy. Oh,
0: you're getting me back on track. Not exactly, because I like this track
1: better. (laughs) But that is a real concern. And by the way, if that's you listening, you can reach out to Abe and the team, and they can give you insight about making decisions with your 401k or pension. Connect to AshtonWealth.com. But layoffs are not the only concern this fall. And it's appropriate that we bring this up now because you talked the to, exactly the election in november people are worried about how this could impact their finances and the election is fueling so much of the news about covid so how do we digest this when it comes to our wallet though
0: oh man it could go so it could go either way and i've i've told people that I feel a couple of ways. I've told people that when they come in, they're asking me about the election and how it's going to affect the economy and how it's going to affect finances. First of all, I, I was one of the few that said Trump was going to win in, in a landslide. So I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong about who and, and who won the election last time, mm-hmm. but I was wrong by how much, right? He didn't mm-hmm. win in a landslide, yeah. but I, I thought Trump was going to win. So different than the polls, I think Trump is going to win again. I don't think the Biden and Kamala Harris ticket is strong enough to beat him. But I also am one of those who looks at the two men running to be president of the United States, and I think, holy crap!
1: <laughs> I know, dumb and Seriously. dumber.
0: Seriously,
1: on some topics, is what I, I would mean, say. Yes, yeah. I mean,
0: Trump has done some amazing things policy wise. I, I get that, and I and oh, I appreciate course. that as a business owner and, taxes and an entrepreneur. And all that, yes, he's, he's done some some great things. But it's when he talks or tweets, and same thing with Joe Biden, and it's when yes. he talks or tweets. I'm like. Oh man, this is worse than the Tiger King. I mean, that is <laughs> our whole, I mean, I saw that meme that is just so funny because I it says. I never watched
1: the Tiger King, but I heard it was awful. So oh it's my be gosh. Bad.
0: It says the rest of the world is watching America like America is watching Tiger King. <laughs> that, that, it was, it was, that was put out there. And, and oh. it's true because you and I could each name off a dozen people, wonderful women, wonderful men mm-hmm. that are, are good people that any one of them would be a better option for president <laughs> of the United States, right? Agreed. You, th- th- it wouldn't be. I mean, you sh- should be able to throw a stone from your house and think, "Ah, that guy's better. Or that lady's yes. better." Yes. You know what I mean? And that's why when we look at this election, I say it is so sad that this is the best that we can come up with, that this is our political system. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some people would might believe that Abe isn't always Trump you know, supporter, and, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like the policies, don't like the dude a whole lot.
1: You've told me that from very early on after he took office.
0: And everybody says, but aren't you glad he's a non-politician? I'm like, yes, I love that he's a non-politician, but there's a lot better non-politicians yes. than Trump, but maybe none of them could have ever gotten elected. Right. right, so I, I love the policies and I love the progress that he has made in, in some areas. Joe Biden, man, I I just I don't get it. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't get his. I don't get how the Democratic Party decided to say, this is our guy. This will do. This this is our guy. This is the guy who can beat him. And but here's what happens: if Joe Biden wins and if the Democrat Party takes over, my fear is that taxes will increase, especially on. Businesses Hmm. and that definitely will cause a hit on Wall Street. Okay. There's just, in my mind, in my mind, and this is one person's mind to keep that keep that in mind, um, <laughs> that there is there is no doubt in my mind that the market would take a huge, a huge hit. I think that because of a fear that the um, Biden ticket has a chance to win, that we'll start seeing a pullout of the market probably 30 days before the election, huh. um, and increasingly so. And if Trump wins it again, my guess is there will be an immediate bump up in the market, and because Wall Street seems to really like him. I mean, just the recovery from the COVID from me, you think about what happened to the market just six months ago.
1: And where we are today.
0: And where we're we're back already, and not where we're back already, but but how much progress the economy Mm -hmm. has made. Yes, we still gotta really increase jobs and and get more people back to work, I get that. But as far as the stock market goes and when we're talking about our clients' account values, people thought it would take years Mm -hmm. to get back to sea level. And and I'm talking to people every day that are coming in saying I'm back to where I was in the beginning of February. Which is a blessing, which is awesome. I give a lot of credit to the current administration mm-hmm. for how quick that recovery is, maybe undeservedly so, but there was every excuse to have this be the beginning of something really, really bad because we're, we're on the tail end of almost a decade of real strong growth in the mm-hmm. markets. So... People are coming and asking every day, Kristen, what do I do? What do I do? You know, the election's coming up. Should I pull everything out of the market? Should I keep everything in the market? And when I'm talking to clients, here's my advice especially because most of our clients are over the age of 55 years old, your financial security should not be determined by a single year or event in the stock market. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com.
1: Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.
0: Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information to their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will
1: fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.